Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I'm on with uh, Vijay, founder and CEO of Absol Pharma. Vijay, thank you so much for being in the show. Appreciate it a lot. You know, no, thank you. Appreciate for having me. Uh, you know, reaching out on uh, such short notice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's it's our um, pleasure having you in the show. By the way, Absol Pharma is the company that applies its technology platforms to create uh, differentiated solutions for pharmacies. That it brings through its like many business groups, including like prescription, uh, OTC drugs, durable medical equipment, and, and more. So we have here the founder and CEO of the company, Vijay. And I'll be asking you this: It's you have a pretty technical work, but I'll be asking you a pretty basic basic question. So how did you start your career? Um, well, I actually. You know, didn't start off the business route. I, uh, you know, went to school for nutrition and dietetics. So I actually mm. worked in a couple of hospitals, interned at some nursing homes, completely, well, somewhat of a different field entirely, you know. And, you know, upon working over the course of, you know, this is probably years ago now, not, not mm. you know, a decade ago. But in that time frame of just working, I uh, just, um, you know, I have I have bigger ambitions, basically. You know, my, my whole family is pretty much doing business. And then I, I just decided to go into school and just pursue what I thought was I would really like. Don't get me wrong. I'm huge into fitness and, and, and the whole uh, nutrition and everything, like helping people in that aspect. But then, you know, I really wanted more for myself in terms of financial growth, right? And, you know, I, I um, from early on, I had a really good friend of mine that uh, introduced me to a concept of pharmacy in the pharmacy industry, basically. So basically, he, he owns um, multiple pharmacies here in New York City, and he's a really close friend of mine. So he just uh, introduced me into this world, basically, you know, and, you know, after that, I uh, just had a lot to learn, basically. You know, I didn't have no degree in, in a, you know, pharmacy technician or becoming even a pharmacist, right? So for me to even have gotten into this industry and just, you know, apply myself, uh, mm-hmm. granted, I'm not a pharmacist, okay? I don't exactly know the, 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 uh, all the drugs and all that in depth, but over the course of years of just, being in it and learning and uh you know one thing led to the next right i actually initially started off in a medical supply business mm. so not uh in even in prescription drugs at all so in this we're selling like dme as you mentioned um over the counter products we've been selling you know all those types of stuff basically dme is like what blood pressure monitors and diapers adult diapers Stuff that patients need to get a prescription for, ideally, and then pharmacies will will uh, um, bill these patients, right? Bill the insurance. So we supplied these products to the pharmacies as a distributor, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a big hurdle getting into it. It was totally new for me and my partner, my friend. Uh, so we had to call a bunch of different companies, a lot of manufacturers. You know, and, and being so new, you know, we, we needed capital, we needed, um, we needed, we didn't have no connections. And uh, we just kind of had to work off of scratch, you know, mm. and it was tough. Like a lot of work went into it. You got to research a lot, 
pricing of products, what what people are looking for, what's being covered, and getting the contracts right. Because we're already in a in a competitive world in in this distribution business. There is a lot of competitors out there. I'll tell you right now. And for mm. us, we're like a small fish compared to so many other people that have been established for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You know, so those are what we were competing against. And nobody initially, a lot of contracts we were getting is kind of tough, <laughs> right? These companies, these manufacturers, they want us to be spending, you know, 100K, 500K. Like, for example, I'll give you an example. You know, the company Lysol, the, the disinfecting. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's, you know, everybody knows that brand. And this was during after the, the pandemic, right? Coming out of 2020. We contacted Lysol and, you know, I go about my whole spiel of, you know, if they would like to work with us and give us a contract. And, you know, one of their minimum requirements is, you know, they we need to spend $500,000 per year or 10 per year per year in, in buying their products or 10,000 pounds worth of inventory we need to purchase from them for the year and then be able to sell that um, in, 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 I guess, I don't exactly know the, the right time frame, but that's what was, was the minimum. Now, that's a branded company, right? Everybody recognizes mm -hmm. you could almost guarantee selling the product and we would probably get a really good price. But we didn't have $500,000, <laughs> right? Just to spend on one brand product that we could supply. You know, we want to sell a lot of different things. So we had to abandon that company. But we, we sourced out many other companies. You know, a lot of them that, um, you know, a lot of the patients, the pharmacies that are buying companies such as Homemade or, or um, what do you call Alpine Health, which is actually a competitor, but they we we contacted a lot of these companies and some of them gave us the contract mm -hmm. uh, and over time we've developed our relationship with them giving us they gave us good pretty good pricing and we were able to have a fair competition amongst the, you know whoever we're competing with mm -hmm. so once we got our you know foot in the door a lot of the research a lot of it a lot of building it up in the beginning was tough um not easy it was not easy and it's not easy to get into this type of business distribution let alone with just you know a handful of people working on our team it was just me my partner of course and then we have other pharmacists partner that own pharmacies so we're kind of mm -hmm. like they, they were pretty much inactive but they they um give us a little bit of insight on on the types of you know what 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 kind of products they like what kind of products we should get it's not like we're, we're kind of like going out in the blue, randomly calling. We kind of had a little bit of guidance from them, you know? Um, definitely, definitely. And I yeah. appreciate you being transparent about this experience that you have. You know, that is like the, the truth about like establishing a business. It will like, you need to put like a lot of work about it. It will definitely not be easy, but um, you just justify it. You're like living testimony that it's not like necessary to have an educational background about it, um, have like an actual experience um, about it. As long as you put in the work and you just um, constantly putting yourself out there, you can actually establish a business.
But it's hard. That's what you said. It's hard. It's difficult. You'll get chiseled. But that's how the process works. It is, yeah. It's mm-hmm. tough. Um, and Definitely. This is, this is not like starting a clothing company. I mean, the, the rules of business all apply. But this is like mm-hmm. just distribution. You're dealing with uh, a whole different ballgame, in my opinion, at least, you know? Mm. Okay. And so far with this um, business that you've already established, you've explained to us the struggles that you have and how you overcome it. But how do you, it's some sort of a struggle still, but how did you like keep up with the latest trends in development right now? So how do you um, get on top of things? Oh, dude, it's, it's just a constant, um, we got to keep getting updates from our customers, right? We get a lot of feedback mm. from our customers. That's important that, you know, we, we know what people are looking for, what people are billing that they're getting the most bang for their, their buck, I guess, you know, the reimbursements, I should say. Um, and just going about it based off of customers, right? They, they, they're the ones who, like I mentioned before, right? Some of our pharmacists that we work with directly, pretty closely, they give us a little bit of insight. So that, and then of course the manufacturers are our people that we are contracted with. They tell us, hey, we got this new product, we got this new service or whatever. Um, maybe you could ask your customers if they'd be interested, you know? And connecting. so- oh, I see, I see. Just constantly yeah, so connecting lot, with people and feedback. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lot of uh, just, uh, uh, getting feedback, correct, you know? And that's how we stay up to trend because it's not, a lot of the pharmacies, our, our customers, basically, they, they're they not looking, you know, if you look at, if you walk into a pharmacy, right, you see all the different products they carry on the shelves. Mm. Basically, that's what we're doing, right? We're trying to carry whatever they carry at a good price and for us to even profit, like our margins, whatever they are, has to fit in with with um has to work out for everybody at the end of the day you know so getting products that are trendy i mean there's not really much trendy products if i should just you know it's a basic basic stuff that's branded you know band-aid listerine dove soap you know these different branded products and then of course the stuff that they're billing by the insurances which is unbranded stuff they're just kind of like known within the pharmacy world or different manufacturers probably a lot of people are not familiar with a lot of these brands that typically mm. are built a lot of it and how about let's talk about like the kpi and metrics that you use to measure like the success of this um business that you have so kpi metric as in like okay i'm just a little unfamiliar with this question it's okay like it's how how you like measure um your success or like the growth of your business so far oh uh, well i guess the way we measure it is on i guess on a scale right we have a we use analytics tools we use our um we use our we have another uh within our inventory system there's another sort of analytics going on there so we're mm-hmm. looking at the charts i look at the charts at least for the most part and and we as long as we're like scaling positively upward and remember we we started out back in like 2020 technically mm-hmm. and so i've been operating since that time and 
And uh, as it, again, we were kind of flatline in the beginning, right at the bottom. But as we're growing customers and we're kind of gaining customers, we we constantly try to gain new customers, right? Periodically, um, and uh, and uh, get gaining more sales, right? So it's starting to get attraction back there. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's good, right? Because over time, once we've gotten customers, then sometimes they'll be reordering from us, and then it kind of scales positively. And it has been over the course of the past couple of years, you know, which is great, you know. And that's kind of how I measure the, the success of myself and the business overall. Because uh, if that's going positively, even though um, you may, it may not be immediately visible, but that's kind of how mm. I measure. Right. You got to see it, uh, each individual thing uh, coming together cumulatively and adding up. Amazing, amazing. And I, I totally agree with you. It will not definitely going to happen overnight. And you need to be patient about it and persistent about it. And mm-hmm. that's what people keep on repeating again and again, especially those experienced individual uh, entrepreneurs. They're saying that it's going to be hard. Um, you are going to be burned. You're going to be chiseled. But just stay stay in the music stay in music and um just keep on doing it and then um you will see the other side of it and it's beauty Mm -hmm. so the next question that comes along with that is about like tactics and tools i know you've just um started this business but um you've already built traction so what's like the tools and the, the the strategies that you use so far that has been very effective in just in building this business that you got? Um, you know, starting off, we, we didn't have a team. You know, ideally in a business, uh, having a sales team, marketing team, inventory mm-hmm. management, accounting team, finance team, tech, technical team. We, we didn't have none of this. <laughs> so so, so um, I, I guess to, to answer your question, right? I, I, um, me and my partner... We're pretty much doing everything, the marketing mm. part, the sales part. That, that's pretty much the sales and the marketing was is pretty much the the uh, how we built the business. Uh, we gotta like come up with some ideas. How are we gonna get customers? Right, these customers, our pharmacies that we're currently serving, they already, you know, they, they're not. They already got their suppliers. They already got. Mm. They're getting their products from somewhere else. Why are they now going to buy from us who just stepped into the market? So, you know, the first thing we thought was maybe pricing should do, right? Mm-hmm. Pricing and service, right? That's the, usually the, the, the main things. But, um, you know, we try to really think about how, how we can um, get our foot in the door. And it was tough. We got so many rejections. A lot of these pharmacies, they, they think we're just some type of a, a scam company or something, you know. But understandable, right? Like, like for example, if we're selling these these particular products, and one of these products, few of products actually, we're selling lower than what our competitors are selling, right? Mm. And they immediately brought up red flags, and they were just like, "How are you guys selling these products?" They contact their salespeople, and then they're they, they, you know whoever they're already getting these supplies from, so they get they contact them. And then they're wondering who these company is, and then their salespeople try to dig in more, and then we get a con, con call from our manufacturer mm-hmm. that, that you know asking us what's going on here, how come your prices are so low, 
And then we're trying to like make ends meet here, but our prices are too low. So we had to raise our mm. prices. But there are those people, the, the people we marketed to, the customers, they're still not interested in buying from us because now we raise our prices. But it was more so, uh, I guess, I, I don't know. It, it's more so like they, they, they just, uh, you know, you imagine walking, mm. you know how salespeople, right? They, the yes. type of books they get. So nobody really lo looks at a salesperson in like a, a positive light. They're just like, oh, God. <laughs> I totally agree with that. You know, so you're just kind of like making life hard for us, potential customers even. But some were receptive, you know, and, and um, you know, it, it's, it's scaling wise with the with the with our marketing tactics. Um, we, we just kind of created flyers, I guess, uh, and just kind of distributing them out. We've tried to get more and more products like, you know, the prescription vials. So we, mm -hmm. we with our tactics, I would say right now the vials some 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 consumable items such as the vials the liquid bottles you know like like the the little amber color bottles that uh, i guess you get prescribed you know like uh, okay do you know the robotism yeah of course yeah but you know those bottles right the the bottle mm -hmm. we we, we can supply those we supply the the prescription vials or labels or the prescription bags so stuff that are staple items in a pharmacy you know that they guarantee need every month or every week or whatever we try to supply those and we try to supply stuff that of course i mentioned already blood pressure monitors and all these types mm. of DHA products these stuff they need so that's what we kind of focused on and so we started reaching out to the manufacturers for these products and getting these things um, made, right? The prescription vials we had to uh, uh, source uh, source out in a, in a China, right? And so we had to get them specially made, molded, and and then sent back here into the U.S. export imported back. And so then we start supplying those. So we're trying to like meet the needs of the pharmacies as much as we can by offering them good pricing on a lot of all our products you know because pricing i think it's always going to be a price war at the end of the day mm. um although you might hear some other things right you shouldn't compete on price it should always be on brand right so it, it, it and again in distribution it's a little bit different right we're not just uh, a, a a cool new iphone or a new iphone company for example right where you gotta mm. go it's always going to be a phone right what makes you different then you gotta brand yourself in a way so we're kind of working on our brand as well for what we stand for in 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 terms of i guess a tactic as you would say right um yes and, and being able to market out new products that well not new they're same products that their pharmacy are already getting but why get it from us we probably uh, have to offer a lower pricing compared to our competitors you know agree and you said your competitors um are way ahead of the game like they've been in the industry for like over five decades and they have a pretty structured brand but you know you, you gotta start somewhere and that's what you're currently doing and it's just amazing um how you share it with us it sounds like you're working um you're working things out with whatever you have 
So um, these competitors, I'm telling you, these competitors out there, they they uh they got a they didn't start out like like me. Mm. I, they got background in the industry. Like some of them are pharmacists. They've owned companies such as they came from other management level or, or board level positions, right? And they're working with a team. So um, starting a business like this, it, you need capital. So they had a lot of that, right? So not like mm, uh, yeah. it's kind of at the bottom here. And and that's what makes you um, amazing because again, you are just working with whatever you have right there. And I, I remember uh, Steve Erdiris advice. He is like he's been in the um, space of um, helping startup companies. So he's been in the space for um, over like two decades. And he says that in that space of starting up a company, not everyone has capital, but you need to work on like whatever you have. And it will be very difficult because there will be like a lot of rejection. And that's the exact thing that you're um, experiencing. But you need to go through all of that, which the thing that you are like, you've, you've, you've been through and you're still like, like grinding right now, which is pretty amazing. So uh, the transparency that you provided, it's pretty helpful for our um, listeners. I know you're in the in the um, medical industry, medical space, but a lot of our um, listeners in here, like numbers of them are in software, um, tech company, um, sales and marketing, which the thing that you mentioned, like doing the sales and marketing, but um, grinding and like facing rejection, it works like that happens across industries. Yeah. Right? And what you're saying, that's the thing that you need to go through. You have to, yeah. Consistency. You got to overcome it. And then you got to face even more issues. It's really <laughs> yeah. about how much stress you can take. It's a stressful type of world, man. And 100%. more stress you can take in this, and the more better you'll, you'll be able to handle it. But it's mm. hard for a lot of people. I mean, I can see now why a lot of people just totally quit. Okay. It's easy to quit, man. <laughs> Definitely, it's definitely easy to quit and make excuses than doing the actual work. Mm -hmm. That's why um, I don't know about this statistics, but um, in like 100 businesses or all of the businesses, only 5% like survive after like five five years. Mm -hmm. So, or let's say um, for startup, only 5% survive and then like 0.5% move their uh, revenue to, to a million or 5 million. But the statistics is very low. And yeah. that relates to, to what we're talking about right now. It's easy to quit, very easy, and make excuses mm-hmm. that you can't make. But in your perspective, you don't have the capital. You just work with whatever you have, and you're still working. You're still grinding. So yeah. that's the, the value that you provided to the audience right now. Just keep on going. Mm-hmm. It will be difficult. It's, yeah. It's, right? it's really about disciplining yourself. You know, a lot of the times... You don't want to do things and you do it anyway. That's pretty yes. much it. You, you know, like maybe for you, you probably woke up this morning. You're like, oh, I got to get on this call with PJ. Now, I know you're pretty excited. But, <laughs> but, but you know, you do it anyway, right? That's really what you got to do. And just a lot of other traits, right? Yeah. I totally agree with that one. And I know the answer for this question that I have here is already on the things that you've said earlier, but I'm still going to ask it anyways. Mm-hmm. So uh, Vijay, what's your secret in building this, um, able to build this uh, business that you have? 
like being able to build it as in like like um from start or like yeah from start from start what what's the secret and like in in building this business or in building your business in this business in particular you you got to know your stuff man you you got to know the industry inside and out which i didn't you got to have connections uh you got to really have a network uh hmm. of like You know, you got to pretty much have money. You got to have people to have money because normally in in a, in this type of uh distribution business started up, you know, a lot of the requirements it's getting the licensing. I'll tell you the licensing alone, it's called the NABP licensing. Hmm. It let me getting the it, it's a whole process, right? And you know, we needed to hire consultants. because you know we couldn't uh just start off like that it, in this world of, of pharmaceutical distribution there are so many rules so many regulations that uh if we didn't hire the consultant we probably would have gotten in so much legal trouble <laughs> because mm-hmm. people don't know what you need to totally get help agree. you need to know your stuff you need to know how your network why i say network because getting contracts for example from some big companies um if you don't know somebody on the inside you you it's going to be hard to get certain contracts i'll leave it at that so having connections is important but the warehousing as far as you know if you're owning a company like this distributing got to carry a lot of inventory got to house them somewhere so if mm. we're carrying medication these medication need to be housed in a controlled temperature environment So having a warehouse setting that has control setting con- temperature control setting is actually really key. Um and so they do an inspection of the warehouse periodically to make sure we are meeting these these uh, uh requirements mm. of of the the NABP which is the National uh, Accreditation Pharmacy Board. So um with that said right the licensing as i mentioned takes about a year to get because we're, if you're we basically got licensing for for all across 50 states and just getting the licensing alone costs like about $70,000 for the whole the the US okay and mm-hmm. then for, you're dealing with the rent of the warehouse which depending on the size can run you 10 20 30,000 a month right so you need money you clearly see you need money to start a distribution business like uh, if you're selling the, the, this type of scale business right and then having the connections again is really important right the it's you 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 some you know you got to take some of these CEOs or bosses out develop relationships take them out on fancy parties you're spending another 10 20,000 just for that developing the connection it's not as you know if you see you don't really hear about this but that's kind of how it is right and, mm. and 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 if you're on the on a on a, a larger scale type of business that's why that's why like you know if it's like a standard pump clothing company or a restaurant is not the same it's it's a a bigger scale dealing with a lot of money a lot of investors money and a lot of more responsibility so it it can be daunting you know so the secret 
is all, I pretty much laid it out. It's it's is having a lot of these stuff in place already, <laughs> and then you could probably get into it. Otherwise, don't even you can't even think about it. It's hard mm. for the average person, really. It's it's you can't even get in or start it by yourself like that. I appreciate that a lot. And what you provide is, uh, provided to us, uh, it's actually um, super insightful. You you provided an actual structure on how to be um, how to build a business in a space based on the uh, experience that you've um, been through. So again, what you provided to us is super insightful and we can consider that uh, as a drop of liquid um, gold, Vijay. So yeah, if nope. anybody wants to... Nobody, oh, will ahead, tell you Nobody will tell you that, you know, so <laughs> you don't get this kind of, I know I'm giving some, some secrets, but you know, I, I, I uh, it's really, it, if you can do it, you can do it. Great. And I'll be happy for somebody who can take this information and, and do something with it, you know? Mm, yeah, definitely. And what the pattern that we observe um, in like interviewing um, people building a business um, with these uh, experienced um, consultants who's been helping um, this startup businesses is that the pattern is that it's it's difficult, mm -hmm. um, especially if you don't have like the network, if you don't have the capital, it will be like super difficult. So that's that's the thing that you need to put your mind in your mind and you need to be prepared if you want to go through without these um, connection and um, capital that you've got. So um, it, it somehow provide values to, to the listeners that we have. And that way it gives them like insight on what's the thing that they're going to take on. Mm -hmm. So that's the best hopes in this a podcast to showcase like um, what's the best practices and what could be um, ahead of the road for them from mm -hmm. the experienced individuals um, like you started a business um, from these like um, over two decades experienced individuals already um, in the business again for a long time. So Again, what you provide to us is like a, a drop of liquid gold, and we totally appreciate it. And for um, anyone like uh, listening and made it this far, thank you so much for sticking with us. If you got any like value from um, today's episode, just give us a rating or review uh, and, and where you get the podcast. And by the way, if anyone, again, if anyone wants to connect with you, VJ, wants to reach out with you or partner with you, what's the best way to do that? Uh, I guess my email is fine. Uh, it's my business email. Um, and if they, yeah, I think that would be ideal, honestly. Yeah. Do, so, do you want it here or, or? Would it be fine if I'll say it to the audience right here? Yeah, yeah. The one that you okay. get. Well, it's VJ at um, Victor John at um, VJ at um, absolpharma.com. So A B S O L uh, pharma. P H A R M A dot com. So the email address it's VJ at absolpharma.com. So that's his email address. And um you can also find a VJ on LinkedIn. Would that be okay? Yeah. It's no VJ problem. J. Yeah. V, v, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Correct, correct. That's my that's my uh, LinkedIn name. <laughs> okay, amazing. And again, we appreciate appreciate the the information that you provided to us. Uh, it's super insightful. And for our listeners, if there is someone in the midst of like growing their business, like thinking about like starting a business, send this episode to them and then take one thing that you've learned today and go out and implement and execute and let us know how it goes. And we want to hear about your wins. And above all, thanks for being with us today. 
Um, Vijay, appreciate your time. It's our honor to have you in our show and providing us um, this uh, experience that you got. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, June, for having me. No worries. And again, for our listeners, see you in the next episode. Cheers.